Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, James Proton. Every week I will be sharing the experiences that have defined my journey and talking with people who have their own powerful story to tell. It's about doing better and being better in life, business, and all things in between. The Visually Inclined can catch us on YouTube, or you can check us out on just about every podcast platform. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Our guest today is one of my one of my favorite people. I call him my brother. He's been a mentor, a friend, just about everything that you can imagine business-wise. And, and uh, so uh, hey, please welcome to the show, Armin Ferrer. Thank welcome, you. my friend. Well, glad to be here. Yeah, as I said, we were talking. It only took us 101 episodes to get you to sit down not with bad, us. Not bad, not bad. I actually think I asked you first before anybody else. You were pretty close to me now. You and it just, over. you finally found yeah. your way over here. Yep. Well, we're, we're our, our Paths finally crossed in we're, this we're, little studio there. We are happy to have you, and it's good to catch up. You know, there's uh, there's so much to talk about with Armin Ferreira. There's a lot to unpack. I mean, you you've you've been a lot of things to a lot of people, and you know, you're known for real estate business wise, professionally. That's that's your thing. You've been doing that since the late '80s, right? Thirty three years. Thirty three years. Yeah. Um, but but I think what what some people probably wouldn't know about you is that you had a career before that. I've had many careers before that. I mean, all the way back, you know, you go to college to do something, and right. I went to college right. to be a speech pathologist. There might go. Sternlaw was a speech pathologist. Okay, I thought it sounds cool. Well, in the process of going to college, Vietnam was going on, and my dad got cancer, and we had a family shoe store and shoe repair shop mm-hmm. back in that time period and he he died before I finished college and I had to take over the shoe store so I'm a 20 year old in college running the shoe store repairing shoes which I did for a few years and then from that point I never did teach I sold cars I sold mobile homes I ran three mobile home sales lots I went into commercial finance motorcycle dealerships, insurance, and then real estate. So this is really, this is the longest I've ever done any one thing. 33 years. That's amazing. Yeah. I remember the shoe place, but did, did you, did your dad teach you how to do that? How did you like grew up? I mean, just six years, six years old. We lived at 8th Street in Fallowfield. Yeah. The shoe shop was on McCain Avenue a couple blocks away. I went to St. Jerome's school. I'd walk with him to his shop. Yeah, at six. He'd walk me up to school, and after school, I'd go back down. I'd watch what he did. I'd shine shoes. I mean, at that age, eight years old, because I remember I was eight years old, I had a shoe shine box. I used to go on every corner in Chollery, somewhere different, every Saturday, and shine shoes. No way. And it, I know you were younger than me, so at eight, you weren't even born yet. Chollery was packed. Well, I, I, I remember, I remember, I was, I, I, I was born in 60, so I remember, yeah. you know, like, I made all this money shining shoes. That's crazy, but I can see that because I, you know, I remember even t- to the late 60s, you know, when my mother had to shop in town and we're doing those things. I remember the people, oh, Armin, wow. You know, it has to break your heart. Just know what the heyday was like. Yeah. And everybody knew everybody and all the business. But you talk about a chamber of commerce. I mean, it was a chamber with a merchant's division. Who sure. ran all the sales and the 13 shoe stores? We were one of them. 
Shilroy. Shilroy. Yeah. Yep. One of the greatest marketing campaigns ever. No, we were in competition with each other. We all knew each other, and we put those things together to make it work. Yep. And it did. And, it, you know, and that's those, those days are why, to this day, I believe that everybody can win. There doesn't have to be a winner or a loser. Uh, Everyone can win. Absolutely. Absolutely. That town, that town proved it. Oh, it sure did. We did a Pittsburgh run because that— in that time, we sold shoes. Mm-hmm. You go to Pittsburgh. That's where the distributors were. Right. So Sundays was the day you go to Pittsburgh, and you say six of those, 12 of these, load up the car, load up your shelves when you went home, and you're ready for the next week's business. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, it was... That is that is so unbelievable. It's, it, you know, it's a different time. It sure was. Different time. And, and sure was. You and I, we, we, um, we kind of, we knew each other, but we really connected at... The chamber, Mon Valley Regional Chamber of Commerce. Um, I became a member and then ultimately got on the board and executive committee. And I remember you and I talking one day. We went to breakfast at My Girls. My Girls. At the breakfast at My Girls. You had been president for about, I think it was like 16 or 17 years at Broadway. At least. And I'm not a, I have about 28 to 30 years as president. I know. Over time. Yeah, I know. There. It, you, I, I, you told me something was going on, and you just needed to step away. So we, we, we made a deal that we would just flop roles, right? And you took the seat on the executive committee, and I became president for for about three years. And uh, I've never forgiven you for that, by the way. <laughs> no, it was it was a, it was a great learning experience for me. You know, as far as dealing with people and and understanding business and how relationships impact business. That was that was an amazing amazing learning opportunity. We thought it was a time that it would have been good for you to do, and it was. I mean, there was a lot of people I could have kicked. Yeah, but I thought Jamie's the guy. It, it just goes and shows the importance of every interaction. There's this, everybody that comes into your life comes there for a reason. Sure, good or bad. Right, right. And you learn something, good or bad. Right, right. So. If you hadn't seen something and done that, you know, that was something that really had a positive impact in my professional life. That really did. You know, I can't ask for more. So what, what is your, what, what, how do you look at mentoring? Because I, you're one of those guys, you're not a raw, raw guy. You're, you're a guy that goes out and does things and you let all of us watch and watch how you do it. But you, you never told me how to be president of a chair. But I, I like to think that the way I carried myself when we were at meetings and, and, and as a leader that I kind of mirrored, you know, the way you do things. You did. Or I would have told you. Exactly. Because you're right. I, I'm not a raw, raw guy. I am. But I'm a behind-the-scenes raw, raw guy. Right. And, and that's from people that I learned from. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in the mobile home business, I had a guy that was one of our repair guys. You know, it set my arms up. He was probably... 15 to 20 years older than me at that point. And I was in my early 20s. And, and he he not only worked for us, but his wife and he worked for a very wealthy family in Oakland. Okay. Very wealthy. And he had them invite the whole staff of the mobile home division to go to their house for a dinner one night. And that was like the first time that I was with money, so to speak. Okay. And any time you go out to dinner, I mean, you're sitting next to your wife or girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, we got there, and I'm sitting here, and my wife's like somewhere else on a table because the thought process is with these people. You know your wife, right? But you don't know the person that's sitting next to you. How are you going to know them without talking to them? And how are you going to talk to them if you're not sitting with them? So nobody sat with anybody they knew, which was a wonderful experience. Oh, I can imagine. And then Jack told me one day, he said, I want to tell you something. And he said, I learned this from working in Oakland. You're a good person. You're the boss here. And my whole process was you say hello to the boss and you say goodbye to the boss. And that's where the line should be drawn. And if you remember that, you'll never get in trouble. And it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. It is. Like, they don't want my two cents. I might have it up here, but unless they ask for it, don't offer it. How is, uh, how's your lovely wife? How's Jerry? Jerry's doing well. She's been retired for a few years now and we love every minute of that. Good for her. So not that she gets to spend more time with the kids. Yeah. You know. How's it? Have you, have you gotten used to that yet, Pat? Because that's a cool thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Love every minute of it. I mean, you know, as they get older, things, they, they change because sure. they're getting older. They have their own thing to do. But sure. just this couple of weeks ago. Now, Tanner is nine, mm -hmm. and they both love soccer. Okay. So that's what they do together. They like soccer. But to do stuff together is a little bit harder now. Right. You know, Tanner wants to do this. And so the age, the age so difference starts. Yeah. It's age, it's so to get, yeah. So we wanted to go to the movies, but Tanner said, you know, like, uh, so Blake and I got in the car, and we went up to Greensburg to see Ferrari. You go out, because Blake's loved cars from the time he could stand up and play with it. Uh-huh. And he's loved NASCAR that long. Okay. He must have 200 or more NASCAR die-cast cars. Nice. And he played with them every single yeah. time. It was about every time. Yeah. Either our house or his house. Mm -hmm. So we went to see Ferrari because we thought, based on the previews we saw, it should be some... But it was like a, a story about Ferrari. Yeah. Not the car. Not the car. <laughs> yeah. so there, there was some racing stuff. So, you know, but we still I'd love to do stuff like that. Yeah. It was just like our time together. And especially when you get some one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah. You know, it really is. It, 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 with both of them. And it's so important for them. Oh, absolutely. You know, because they, they just just being around happen. I mean, and, and kids that, I feel for kids that aren't blessed with their grandpa. Either, you know, because it's a... It's something that they sadly, they miss out on, and they, they never know what that is. For sure. Because it's totally different than dad. Oh. You know, I guarantee you, you were a different father than you are grandfather. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we all were. Well, yeah. I, let me say this. Probably. Because I loved Amanda as a little kid. Mm -hmm. And she was in the Martinets. And, yeah. You know, it was like parades every week and practice every week. And it was like in the car, out of the car, drive it here, we drive it here, drive and I, I enjoyed that time, too, because when you work, and I worked, mm -hmm. that precious time that you can spend with them absolutely is so important and just wonderful. What everything you've done in your career, much like me, has taken high. Oh, for sure. You know, as much as anything else. Right. In real estate, people looking for houses, they usually work. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so they're, sort of, they're not working. They're not going to buy it. So you have to work around their schedule. Right. And if they're working until 5 and they can't see anything until 6 or later, 
Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, but you can't beat it. You know, of all the businesses I've been in, Jamie, of all the businesses, and people say, why real estate? Well, let me tell you, I had train stores, I had shoe stores. I had motorcycle, snowmobiles. That all takes money, right? So you stop a motorcycle dealership. I had a three quarters of a million dollar inventory. And so you borrow that money, right? Unless you're a multi-billionaire. Yeah, and you can so you borrow the money, you're paying interest on it, and you're hoping to sell something. So you can pay the interest, pay the loan, pay the bike off or whatever. And in real estate, all the inventory, think about this, all the inventory that I have and every other real estate company is my inventory. And guess what? You don't pay for it. It's there. It's, it's, it's there. It's there. So how can you beat, if anybody wanted to be in business, how can you beat having an inventory that doesn't cost you anything? You have, you have an unlimited, unlimited supply of product. Right. You know, there's, it has to be more than enough for us that doesn't keep you here. Yes. So if you have a store, so I had a shoe store in Charlotte, mm -hmm. I'm there. I had a motorcycle shop in Pleasant Hills. I was there. Yet this, you say, we're going to move to Butler. Can you help me? If I study the market, yeah, I can help you. Absolutely. Let's go to Butler. It's what you want to do. And then you spent a term on the commission, on the real estate commission. Yeah. I had uh, just finished up 18 years. Wow. Well, that's that one term. That was fun. That's more than one term. Yeah, every term five years. <laughs> and I started with somebody had passed. Somebody, yes, I remember. Yeah. I remember when you said that. Yes. And that was one of the reasons I got you to become president. Right. Right. Because I just didn't feel like so explain what is that role what is, what is that role in the in the overall in the common the commission really is the enforcement body like people say so and so is doing this to me when i was on a commission mm -hmm. it's like well i know that's not legal but you have to turn that in to the to the department of state okay. because that's who does the investigation we don't see any of that until it goes through the process. Mm -hmm. And once it hits the process, then it comes to us and we review it and say, okay, oh, this is bad. And you either make a decision or bring them in for a hearing. Okay. And that's what basically they do. And you have, you have enforcement power, so you can suspend a license, you can fine, mm -hmm. fight and pull a license, period. Wow. That's interesting. What well, is interesting. And it, it was a great experience, again, seeing what goes on across... Yeah, and, and you know, again, sitting on a uh, on statewide commission and anything is, is impressive. That's impressive stuff. It was good, good time. It really was. And I'm, again, you're learning more. So I want to talk real quick uh, while we have some time about um, about faith. I have come to a point in in my career, in my life, that I honestly believe that every business has to have a soul. Okay, and it's it, it's a tagline on our website you know, for the marketing business, because I think that if you are an entrepreneur, if you're in, it applies to corporate America as well, and you, your goal, your ultimate goal for being in business is to make a profit. Now, everybody should be in business to make money. There's not, you know, but, exactly right. but if you aren't driven by something beyond that, you're, you're most, more likely to fail because the, the, if, if you have a purpose, to your business, if you if you have a, a core belief that drives a purpose, the profit will come, the money will come. 
But if you're just there, people will pick up on that fact that you're just shallow. You're, you're, you're just right here at the surface and, it, you know, you care about their, their checkbook more than that. They're strictly in it for the money. Right. And that shows, to me, it shows fairly quick. Okay, yeah. Fairly quick that you can say, this guy's just in it for the money. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about family. All he wants to do is pad his pockets with as much cash as he can. And live for himself. That's exactly. Doesn't give back to the community. Doesn't give back to his church. Doesn't give back to family. It's just all about that individual. And um, yeah. I, I've seen it. I can't tell you how. I've seen it. And you'll go somewhere. You'll go somewhere else. Absolutely. You know, I mean, everything that I have done, everything that I've done. I don't do anything without praying about it first. Absolutely. And once I get the prayers through, I really feel that I'm guided in the direction I have to go. Whether it's the right direction or the wrong, it's ultimately your choice. Right. But to me, to pray on that choice, to give you some guidance, some thought process, something, what am I missing? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's paid off tenfold. Oh, man. And that's another thing I got from you because I'm I'm very very much the same. I I follow I follow my faith and my belief. And I mean, yeah, every once in a while you're wrong. You're you're not going to hit a home run every time. Motorcycle shop is one. Right yeah, there. right, right. It about buried me. Yeah, I mean that was a lot of inventory to carry, a lot of money. I really did not. I never even rode a motorcycle. I didn't ride a what, motorcycle until I bought this that. If you, you're not even a motorcycle guy, and you bought a motorcycle franchise. What? 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 Well, I was in the mo I was in the mo mobile number. Yeah. And I really felt after five years, I was with them two years, and I left, and I went to PNC Bank. Okay. And I had five promotions, four laterals. Okay. <laughs> they provided it was not mine. <laughs> There's one of those promotions. They said, we're not going to give you a raise, but we're going to give you a new title. New title. Yeah. yeah, more response. I've got it for you, though. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, this is nice. You know, nine to five. Yeah. Weekends off. I wasn't used to weekends. I never had weekends off. Yeah. Never did. Well, my old boss said, hey, you want to go to lunch? And I said, yeah, let's go to lunch. And he said, what are you making at PNC Bank? And I told him, and he said, if you come back to run the division, the whole, both lots. So I'll double what you're paying. Wow. It gave me about 15 seconds to think about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I went back. And then after three more years, I'm thinking, this guy's young. I really like what I'm doing, but am I going to get any fur? Right. And the mutual friend said, hey, a friend of mine has this motorcycle dealership. He's wanting to retire and be great for you. You're good in sales and you're good at it. I said, okay, let me look into it. So I looked into it, went to PNC Bank and said, I need some money. And they said, for what? And I told them, I gave them a business plan. Got the loans, bought the franchise. I said, I better learn how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been a good look riding up on a Harley without it, with, 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 with training. Oh my God. What was the, can you say what was the brand? It was Kawasaki. Kawasaki. It's Kawasaki of Pittsburgh. I mean, that was the name when I bought it and I left it. You left it yet? Yeah. So wow. I started with 400 cc's and by the end of summer, I was on a 1700 cc. 
race bike. Wow. So it was fun. Yeah. But it, it was a learning experience. Sure. But out of all the things I've done, that was probably the biggest. I didn't pray on that one long enough. <laughs> People and what you can learn from them. Yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. Then you have to decide which direction you're going to take that knowledge. Yeah. But pray on it before pray you on do it. anything. Pray on it. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. How about the blog? How about your little, your little message, your Facebook yeah, message? I, I do it. You do it. I mean, it's like, I mean, we've been doing that for at least eight years. Absolutely. At least eight. Absolutely. And Not you do every pop up everyone. Yeah. Seven years ago. Seven years. <laughs> I've been at this seven years. And I do. People would always say, where do you get that? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'd say, well, I wake up in the morning. And like, I don't know. It's just like something comes to my head when I just write about it. Because, I mean, to do it as long as I've done it, not really real, again, real life, I've done it that long. We do it for exactly the same reason. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just one thing. And then the, the observer said to me, do you mind, could we print some of this? So every day in the observer, they have Armin's inspiration. Nice. And they take one of like I sent them 30. Yeah. Because I'll go yeah. back through what I wrote yeah. and send it to them. Absolutely. But I said, I can't really just make this stuff up. Like, I wake up and it just, it's there. It's there. It's there. But if I had to sit down and say, I'm going to write about this, it will never be the same. See, I, I, I'm the same way. I, that's why I get up in the morning. I, I write. I, I do it in the morning. And that's you why I post it or I'm still asleep because it's, people, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm an early riser. You I are. You know, it's like. <laughs> It, it, now it's, I've been doing it so long, my, my clock just goes off. I'm, I'm always awake for the alarm, you know? So, but that's in that quiet time is the it, truth when you can, yeah, you can, yeah, because you can, and I mean, you do a, a nice blog. Well, we both, and I just do it as a little short, you know what I mean? Oh, I could probably do long, but I just, I want to just get my point across mm-hmm. so people just read it yeah, quickly and just you know, yeah. go on, but. I've had many people, and it's nice when you do that. And I mean, you, you get all the comments on Facebook, which is nice. But since it's been in the observed, I'll be at Shorty's going to hot dog or something. I'll, somebody would be walking by, like, you just feel them stop. Yeah. They come back. You're the guy that writes, uh-huh. He said, I really like it. Or my brother's mailman said, I love your thing. He said, it's just short to the point. He said, sometimes I put it on my bedroom, on my mirror, and in my bathroom. Nice. And I said, that's nice. great. Just the note, one person gets something out of this. That's why you do it. Live, love, learn, pray, inspire. Which, which one of those or which ones of those resonate with you? Definitely pray. Prayers, to me, prayer is the pinnacle of all that. Yeah. Because without it, you're running blind. Right. You really are. She can be inspired, but without that guidance, where's the inspiration going to bring you? Right. So to me, prayer is the most important thing to yourself, mm-hmm. to the people that know and love you. There you go. And you'll never go wrong with prayer. Right. Well, listen, thank you, my dear friend, my brother. Thank you so much for joining us. I enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah, great sitting down. Yeah, great. Excellent.